Hi everyone, welcome to Certainly Doomed Reviews. I'm Sam. I'm Katie. It's Kurt. And I'm everything. <laughs> it's Corey. Um, welcome to this week's episode. Uh, we're titling Rakakuni, I think. Yep, Rakakuni. So what we're going with, we couldn't find a good pun for everything everywhere all at once, which is everything bagels. Yeah, that one's pretty good. Thank you. Um, this is also a more really recent release. Wow, we're doing pretty good on those, actually. It's not gonna last for long. That so, is also true. I'm so proud of us. Yeah, I Don't say be. we we legally acquire a movie that's not out in theaters yet for next week. Bet <laughs> predict into the future. <laughs> Uh, this released on March 25th, 2022. Only a couple months ago. Yep. Uh, oh. Stars Michelle Yeoh, Stephanie Hsu, Kei-Hwan Kwan, James Honk, Jamie Lee Curtis. And those are pretty much the stars of it. Uh, it's directed by the Daniels because the two directors, both first names are Daniel. So... Um, and their only other movie I've seen is Swiss Army Man. Oh, and, I really want to watch that. Yeah, we should watch that. Uh, I guess getting into my liking of this movie, uh, this is a definite watch it from me. Uh, I don't know if Swiss Army Man would be a, def- a watch it from me. I enjoyed it, but it was a lot more strange than this. Would you watch it again? Yeah, I'd probably watch it again. Cool. We should watch it. We should. <laughs> I guess stay tuned <laughs> for Swiss Army Man. You, you know, I'm gonna have to say it, it's a watch it for me. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I've been ultra careful to avoid spoilers for the movie, and um, I'm really glad I did. And this is just like a general thing with the movie. But if something got spoiled for you, or if you you think you've seen too much of it, it's okay. You haven't. Well, I mean, even if you have. If, the, I feel like if you think get, that you've seen too much of it, you haven't. Well, I'm saying like between trailers <laughs> and YouTube or, or whatever. I feel like some movies, there's not like this. That's what I'm saying is like. You're, you can know. You can know you, a lot about this movie and still have an absolute blast with it. Um, like, again, I'm really glad I've avoided everything. Like trailers, uh, posts, anything. But I don't think it was as necessary. Like, I've been like, like swearing them off like it's, you know, drugs or something. But turns out it was it's just a great movie you want to go next no i want you to go next oh okay i was gonna be dramatic and be like oh and the first time katie liked an a24 movie that's not true technically you liked midsommar didn't you uh yeah i mean i don't ever need to watch it again but i didn't enjoy it um (laughs) would you watch this one again i guess we can save that for another later i won't answer then okay (laughs) This, but uh, words. Uh, this, this is a watch it for me. I did thoroughly enjoy this. It was very entertaining, and um, I think this is a lot more approachable than some of the other A twenty four movies I've seen. Not that I've seen a shit ton of them, but you know, I would agree with that. This one comes off a lot more approachable. Um, while it has like the normal, very grandiose topics that A twenty four movies have, it's more. Uh, I think obtainable is the right word to use for that because it's not like these like kind of horrible underlying tones, but we'll get into that later. Um, but it's definitely a watch it for me. I've loved it. It's so good. So I just want to jump into spoilers right away. So Heck yeah. Uh, for the synopsis, uh, I'm just going to use the fake title that they filmed this under. 
a woman tries to do her taxes. <laughs> <laughs> Top tier. It does feel like what taxes are like. Yeah. You'd rather be dealing with the end of the universe than doing taxes. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Um, so it, let's just jump right into it. Favorite part? I think for me it would be the... Uh, like each universe having its own... Especially the main ones having their own style of filming. So like while yeah. she was in the universe where she was a kung fu master... You'd watch the people shuffle around quickly, and it would also, you know, like had its own gradient, and it was kind of reminded me of like a kung fu drama movie. Yeah, um, it was I stylized mean, to be it, that it, way. Exactly, it was stylized, and it was a little tropey in that way. But that aspect alone was just—it was so much fun to see, and uh, uh, you know, it's it, it, that was probably my favorite part. Although I could probably pick about twelve other things. Yeah, I agree with that. There's just a lot to like about the movie. Um, a lot of people online say their favorite scene in this movie, or the best scene in this movie, is when they're just the two rocks talking. It's pretty great. Yeah. I I might say that's my favorite part. I, there's just... I'm sorry? You're just, <laughs> your glasses really want to have an opinion, I guess. Apparently... <laughs> Um, just yeeted themselves well, over your she, face. When she takes them off, does she become Alpha Cory or? <laughs> well, considering I don't normally wear them, I think it's when I put them on. So she's Beta Cory. <laughs> <laughs> You're. Uh, Whatever the more aggressive. Well, I guess that would be Alpha. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. Um. Actually, that I guess that will lead to probably my favorite uh, is uh, uh, Waymond's. I just love him the entire time and like how well uh, he acts completely different in every universe. Um, so he still is the same person. Yeah. It's great. Um, which shows, because I've already seen this before, uh, the actor, his body language coach told him to act. Let me make sure I get it right. Or the main universe, Waymond, is a squirrel. Alpha Waymond is an eagle, and then the CEO businessman one in the film universe is a fox, is how he described how to act every one of them differently. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Um, I think my favorite part was... I'm actually going to go with the googly eyes. <laughs> I know it's kind of weird, but it, like... It makes a lot of sense to me for like where it comes back around and I really like the detailing of it um, that I don't know if I want to go into yet but the um, kind of like symmetry and uh, change that it shows throughout the movie and like leads you to believe anyway it it basically gives you the answer at the beginning of the movie with the googly eyes, and then at the end, it brings back the googly eyes. Uh, also, a way to know that uh, Joy is Jobu is at the very beginning when she's introduced, she's staring right into the uh, washer or the dryer, mm-hmm. and it looks exactly like the bagel. Yeah. So. Yeah. Fun facts with Sam. Yep. <laughs> Thanks, Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Reddit, 
This is that mean it's my turn? Yeah. Uh, I well, think no, because um, you don't have anything to do with Reddit, Kurt. Oh, I was Kurt, talking about my favorite part. I know. I was making a joke because I said speaking of Reddit, and you oh. said, "Does it mean that's my turn?" Yeah, no. Katie just clicks links that go to Reddit, and that's about it. That's why I said that. <laughs> um, I don't know why I went to third person there, but it's fine. We don't need to linger on it. Uh, anyway, favorite part. Um, I really enjoyed the chemistry between Evelyn and Waymond. Like every different variation of them, mm-hmm. there was still sparks. Yes, <laughs> but the chemistry between each of the variations was so different, and but at the same time, everything coincides, and I don't know, I just balanced. Was, yeah, it's very well done. So does that mean in every universe I still have crippling depression? It means you still have me and crippling depression. No. And also not crippling depression. No, that means I have Corey in every universe. Yeah, I was going to say it because there was the one where she dated the, uh, the tax lady. Are my hands colder? Your hands the same temperature as mine. My hands are colder than yours. For our non-visual watchers, Corey and I are holding hands. <laughs> I can't tell. It feels like it's the same temperature to me. Yeah, because you guys are... I don't feel like um, it's warmer. <laughs> wimps wearing blankets trying to warm up. I'm embracing the cold now. The cold never bothered me anyway. anyway. Yeah. Cue the piano. And the ice castle. Anyway... <laughs> Yeah, that's what I got. That's my favorite part. It's going to be a really... I would say it's a really hard one for my least favorite, but probably my least favorite thing is the butt plug fight because <laughs> it's Sorry. just unnecessary. Uh, I actually think that it serves to show that everybody else in the scene is very confused and has a right to be very confused, but that she's still grounded in the fight. Even though, like, very confusing, strange things are happening. Everyone else in the scene represents the audience. Because <laughs> they are the audience that watching. <laughs> I love when I say shit that just throws Kurt off. It's so much fun. I, you know, I, I gotta agree. It was a weird scene, but... Um, oddly enough, I think, I think my least favorite part is actually something that just kind of got hinted at. So while we do see, you know, towards the end, her and her daughter going through all these universes, we got, like, the one where they were drawn, which was hilarious, the ones where they were pinatas, I feel like I would have liked, like, I know it showed them animated at one point, I would have liked, I understand budget, don't get me wrong, but I would have loved just a couple more spotlights in some other universes, because it felt like, well, I love the hot dog fingers, and I love the raccoon I love the Kung Fu one. And I get that, you know, those were the ones that they wanted to focus on. I would have loved maybe one or two really unique other ones. Because, like, the Hot Dog Fingers one felt really fun and unique. Or on the flip side, one that explores... Because I know it always shows her life path decisions. uh, Ones that explore maybe a couple more of those. Like, I felt like the Singer one kind of felt thrown away by the end. Well, because she needed it just for that one fight, so... You could say the same thing about the Rakakuni. That thing did not need to keep on coming back. <laughs> Besides jokes. I mean... But, you, you know, I mean, it, it would have... I understand it kind of serves the same purpose with the Kung Fu, but, I mean, I can only imagine seeing her in the universe where maybe in this one she doesn't ever find Raymond. You know, like she... You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm also gonna... 
chime in with a quick I disagree about Rakakuni. I think it was necessary at the end because it's showing that it's always worth it to go after the things that you want to go after, which is a lot of the movie. Because she sacrifices herself to go after the stupid fucking raccoon that she hates. That raccoon ruined her life. Just in that universe. Yeah, just in that universe. And that's the only universe that we see that it happens in. Yeah, so, but, but I, I would have... I, I, I don't know. I agree. I think like more like off-the-wall ideas would have been great because the hot dog fingers were really something. And same statement with Rocky Cooney. Like, it was so funny. And it was kind of off-the-wall. And it, I could have used one or two more off-the-wall kind of... Because, again, it felt like, okay, well, we, we've seen this before... And I, well, I did love The Rocks. Don't get me wrong. The Rocks were, I think, one of the most creative ones. But I would have loved just a couple more... I agree. ...really off-the-wall ones. Because it felt like they kind of, you know... They threw it all at the, the hot dog fingers. Yeah, they really wanted to drive home the hot dog fingers, which is hilarious. They should have had one where people were mind-controlled by cats. Yeah, or, or one done in like an anime style like you know we saw a snippet of that one you're just a weed i understand budget don't get me wrong you're just a you're weed you're telling me you wouldn't have loved a fight but i you know i, th- I think that or you know something like of course in mind controlled by cats or like one of my favorite episodes of one of her tv shows it takes place underwater and there's no dialogue other than like just the most minor stuff you know like pushing it further or like one of a universe where they can only communicate in sign language or something because at one point they had referenced sign language you know what i'm saying just i think would have been hilarious to have them in the middle of a fight or something at the end and they're just signing not saying signing is funny but it just it breaks the tension when they're yelling at each other for them to all of a sudden to start doing that yeah like the the rock scene it's just quiet yeah it went from so loud to like deafeningly quiet yeah and, and again, like I don't say like ten minutes, just thirty seconds of them, like when they're cutting between universes of them just doing something stupid like that. I feel like I don't know. It's, it's a nitpick. I mean, I don't really have a big complaint. That's fair. Uh, I think my least favorite part is how overly drawn out and angsty the daughter is. It's to the point where like. She she talks about wanting to have somebody who understands her, and then being like, "Come on, let's kill ourselves." It's like you you wanted somebody to share everything with. That's what you said. So why are you trying? Are you gonna make a joke about Jonestown? I'm not. Actually, I was gonna bring up uh, the cat lady. Oh. Um, a lot of times, uh, people who and this is this is this is a little dark, so you know, uh, it's a real true fact. Uh, they joke that not joke, but say that suicide comes in pairs for a reason, because typically Heathers. when you do it alone or when you have somebody to do it with you, uh, it becomes easier. And the cat lady, there's a really really good video game. It's very very dark, sad video game, but it it explores that really well. That a lot of times people are too afraid to kill themselves alone. So by having somebody there with them, it makes it easier. Uh, well, everybody right, dies alone, even if you do it in front of somebody else. Yeah. So, whatever. I was going to say, that's where, like, suicide packs come from and shit. Uh. Yeah. But uh, her her reasoning is she wanted somebody to show her that it wasn't all... 
everything. Yeah, terrible. But, but trying to force them into it still. It was just, it felt like, to me, um, all she wanted was somebody to respect her and understand her. Like, respect her opinion, respect her idea, and understand her. Um, and then it happens, and they're going through it, and then she can't respect her back. Which I know is a big tension point of the ending of it. And it coming back to be like, yes, she can actually work on herself. Everybody should work on themselves all the time, even if you're an infinite person. Um, but like, she was just trying to force her to go with her. I was like, really? Really? You're trying to get your, your mom to kill herself with you? Are you really going to be that angsty little bitch? <laughs> But uh, that was that was my least favorite part. What was your least favorite part? Hot dog fingers. <laughs> That's fair. Oh, you know what? I want to change my answer when they bite the hot dog finger. <laughs> <laughs> you mean when they're squirting ketchup and mustard all yeah. over each other's face? Yeah. <laughs> Listen, especially the first time. Uh, no. I was fine up until um, I can't even remember her name. The IRS lady was crying and Evelyn wiped her face with her foot. Daraday? <laughs> Fuck off. Sure, whatever. I, I don't even want to argue about it at this point. But yeah, that when she wiped her face with her foot, I was just like, hmm. And then the like eating the fingers and bleh. hard pass. Yeah. It's real bizarre. I'm going to change my answer. I, I, I agree. I thought I, the butt plug bleh. scene was funnier. I love that they put it in because it does make me wildly <laughs> uncomfortable. It does. And the fact that like you can see the butt plug dangling. While <laughs> that and the hot dog fingers. I like that they put the hot dog fingers in even though I hate it. I can't believe that's all it takes to make you you guys feel uncomfortable. The hot dog fingers made me more uncomfortable than the fish see. Same. That's so sad. <laughs> no, it's not. I'm trying to think. What's the last thing that made me? So are we going to the next question? Sure. Sure. Do we decide on what the next question is? <laughs> yeah. Aren't you in charge of these? Yeah. What's the? Uh, what do you guys think were themes of the movie? Everyone's looking at me, so I guess I'll go first. Um, Please. I can. Well, I'll attempt to sum it up. Because I don't have super deep thoughts about this shocker. <laughs> do you the have more, deep thoughts? The more the yes, movie, I do. I just not more, don't believe that. I think the more movie, the, the more the movie, the more movie make us think deeper. The more Katie and I check out. <laughs> Katie and I. I'm not just. I'm not just. Everybody says let's call it Katie. No, let's be honest here. Katie and I like day shift. I mean, a little we, too much. We did. But let's be real. We've discussed it before. Like you and I like movies for the escapism factor. Like we want to have fun. And be Don't let Kurt fucking fool you. He sits here and talks Listen. about them to me afterwards, and he can do that, and that's fine. But he he understands. He does understand. Yeah. Oh, um, there, there are moments where movies like The Green Knight just completely lost me. Yeah, like completely Listen, lost me. I could appreciate that movie because it was very beautiful, but. I don't need to sit and think about every second of the movie. Like, I want to enjoy it and not... Also, it was like, it was so long. Enjoyment. Yeah. It was so long. Uh, it was for some long. people, and that's fine. It was just, like two hours. 
it, it, too long. It felt like four hours, bro. <laughs> it felt like five. Uh, anyway, so this movie. Um, number one, life's not perfect. You're going to have to deal with it. Number two, appreciate what you have because you're not always going to have it. That's what I got. Boom. Those are my deep thoughts. You know, you know I think, I, th- I think my, my deepest thought is, and this is something that I think the, the movie explores really well. I'm sorry. I think my cat was becoming a stripper. <laughs> yeah, she uh, for, for all of our non-visual viewers, uh, the cat, in fact, may or may not have <laughs> been becoming a stripper using the leg of a table. So, yeah, you think what, Kurt? I think that we, one of my favorite, probably my favorite messaging throughout this whole movie is weirdly kind of bleak as it is, is um, the concept of character and destiny because no matter what universe they're in all of these characters are the same person like evelyn is always a bad spouse or a disinterested spouse um she like she doesn't treat like like she learns to treat her spouse good by the end of the movie Mm -hmm. but before that she doesn't Mm -hmm. i mean even in the karate one you know Mm -hmm. they're not even married yet she's still kind of yeah or you know like no matter what she's a bad mom yeah that's like kind of another big thing which you were bringing up with the whole donut thing i think that part of the reason why she was so edgy is because you've experienced an infinite number of universes and your mom said an infinite number of times to be there and so you made her become infinite so she could be an infinite number of bad moms like she was never she had an infinite number of chances and still never did it same thing like you never saw a universe or she was just in a perfectly happy marriage. That's not true. Hot dog fingers. No, Cause, no, because no, remember they, they she left. There, yeah, yeah because there's a lot of tension in it. You could yeah, you could feel that. You could feel the tension in there. And I it felt like it was because every fingers. time she came back, she would like flip shit. Yeah, but like you could feel the tension before fingers. that. You know, like and it was. I, mean, I would flip shit if I had hot dog fingers <laughs> suddenly, and then Valid. this lady that I thought I hated with my whole heart is now my wife. Yeah, but Girlfriend, I mean, whatever. You, you know, like you can explain away one day. You, like you don't, yeah. yeah. And so yeah. I, I, you know, no matter I what, guess. the husband's a nice guy. Yeah. You know, I, I like that that uh, that whole concept entirely was one of the things that was interesting to see when Evelyn finally noticed it herself. Like that's I think the thing that she had tried. To, the whole movie was her escaping to these different realities and as like form of wish fulfillment. But in the end, she's still the same person. It's still all her. She's still sad. She's still, you know, angsty. She's no matter what. She is still her. It doesn't matter if it's her who can do karate or her who's rich. You know, no matter what, it's still Evelyn. And I think that's kind of one of my favorite things. Is no matter what path you go down in life, even if one you're mild, wildly successful. Either way, as I joked earlier, I'd still probably have depression. My grandma said it happened when I was six. I just woke up one day. So, you know, I, I, I enjoy that concept. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go? Uh, you can go. All right, so I'm going to, um, again, disagree with Kurt. <laughs> like I always do with everything, I guess. Say common themes for the podcast. <laughs> one, Katie's old. Two, Corey always disagrees with Kurt. It's almost like no matter what podcast we do, some things are always inevitable. Oh. It's like the theme of the movie. <laughs> full circle. Full circle moment. I actually don't think that's what it's trying to portray in that, in that idea. Um, I don't think it's trying 
I don't think it's trying to portray that they're always the that faith always brings them to the same place or be the same people um because this plays a lot with the idea that there's always nothing and always something which is both the beginning and the end of the universe um that's part of why i like the googly eyes so much is that it's literally the opposite of the bagel has white all around it with black in the middle i hadn't thought about that but that makes a lot of sense yeah um, and if you notice at the beginning of it, her husband puts him everywhere. And her husband's the one who teaches her in the end what life is actually about and why infinite possibilities exist. Because there's a world, a possibility, where she's not born. Or she's born a man. Or she's born to different people. It may not be a world that she knows about, but it exists. And she ends up knowing about it. There's a world where there's sentient rocks. <laughs> um, so I don't think that it's about necessarily destiny and that idea and aspect. I think it's about you may always be you, but you are always going to be a completely different person than you think you are. Most people don't know themselves as well as they think they do. And I think a lot of the concept of something like this is delving into that idea like you are as deep as a person as the universe is wide which it's infinitely wide um but what i actually think it's about is three things one love (laughs) uh because love is the only thing and that actually matters two everything is more than one thing There is no right or wrong answer to anything. The glass is always half full and always half empty. And it doesn't really matter which way you would look at it. So why wouldn't you look at it half full? Um, And her daughter is meant to represent the opposite side of that. Which is why she is angsty until the very end of it. Even though she's the younger one. And they portray in the beginning that the, the elders are the ones with the views that have to be and need to be changed. Um, which I thought was a nice parallel, huh? I was going to say, except for when the grandpa and the girlfriend are, he didn't, he didn't need to be, she was more worried about it. Yeah, that's the point. She's the old one in that scene. Yeah, but what I'm saying is I liked it how that they let, they let him. Accept it. Not just accept it, but it was very clear that a lot of her own fears were put by her. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's why she's the old one in the moment, because instead of giving it a chance to go, she stops it before it can happen. Um, and then I think the third thing is about how, like what I talked about earlier, everything is infinitely itself. So why worry about it? The idea of the everything bagel is essentially a black hole. Everything ends in them. But we don't know what happens on the other side of it. Why worry about it? Can I piggyback off that really quick? Sure. Uh, I mean, I guess to carry on from that is like... Everything is going to end up the way that it's supposed to. Yeah. And as the person who literally worries about everything and it always turns out to be nothing... 
don't be like me. Don't waste your time worrying about shit that's not going to matter in the end. Well, and truthfully, none of us are going to matter in the end. And nothing is going to matter in the end. Because we're on a rock. Floating in space. Yeah. Yep. Um, Which, I guess, depending on how you want to look at things, time is an access and space is a different you're just hurling forward um on a fabric essentially and that might twist or bend but we're never gonna know so doesn't actually really matter and i mean it's worth it to worry about trivial things because it's all you can do and it may seem like it's too much it's just not something that should overtake your life and that's a large important theme yeah, I was going to say, I, th- I think the, the one of the big things I got it from was that, yes, while we may just be the smallest speck imaginable, you should care. Yeah. That's like, why that's, I think love is such a... One of the main things is love. And the second thing is half glass full. Because you should care. Because <laughs> love is, like, one of the only things that really matters whether it's for people or for something like her passions and her other lives she let her passions direct her life instead of her love for her husband or her future child or whatever it is that's why the alphaverse starts is because she puts her passion for science and learning and proving herself essentially right over her child so what you're saying is no matter what she's a bad mom no, because there's infinite possibilities where she's not. We see zero. So that doesn't mean they don't exist. Well, we started. It also doesn't the mean first they do. One at the very end. So. Yeah. Well, there you go. Like she's finally made the decision to be a good mom. Because that decision had never popped up before. Not in those timelines. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. Again, I'm gonna keep my thing that, you know, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. I think that. If, like, and then maybe maybe this is now my biggest thing is, if the movie had conveyed one universe, where she was a good mom or a good spouse, um, my theory would my messaging would be completely wrong, but since they didn't, I I I'm gonna stick with what I saw. Well, we do see universes that don't have anything to do with her spouser, spousal, spousal relationship or her child relationship. Maybe it's one of those. We could order, we could argue semantics because it also, you don't know. You know what I'm That's saying? what I'm saying is you yeah. don't know, Kurt. I love when people argue the same side of a point. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> it's because Kurt's not saying the full circle of the point. You mean he's not seeing the full bagel? No. Oh, he sees the full bagel. (laughs) He doesn't see the googly eye. Yeah. Yeah. I love you. I am the most glass half full person. In this room? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I was going to say, so let's just start there. Sam's probably second on that list. Yeah, you guys are horrible about it. It's a woman thing. Like when we were watching this, <laughs> when we were watching this movie, and her husband was talking about it, I'm like, you know what? I can confidently say if this is the message, the big message of the movie. No. I've fucking learned it already. It is so much easier. Literally last night, Corey, I was talking to you about how 
I refuse to say mean things to certain people about certain things because that's how I want them to treat me, even though they don't treat me that way back. Remember that conversation? Yeah, you're a yeah. nice person. I wouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Kurt would I'm never call himself a nice person. Fucking, I mean, I'm not, but I've already fucking... Exactly. Yeah. Bless your heart. Nobody... To be fair, anybody who calls themselves a nice person isn't. So, true. Uh, Sam, was the uh, ketchup in the mouth a symbolism for the never-ending need for blood in capitalism markets? <laughs> no, that was the mustard part. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. <laughs> the hot take. <laughs> as long as it's not mayo. Uh, I was going to say the biggest theme of the movie we haven't talked about is nobody ever wants to do her taxes because even at the very end of the movie when she's sitting there trying to do her taxes, she's, she's still, still going to <laughs> going into the multiface. Yeah. <laughs> saying man it's life's biggest lesson don't do your taxes i mean do do your taxes so you don't you don't go to jail or anything but nobody wants to do their taxes it's say there's only three things that are life. certain in life life death, and <laughs> taxes yep. yep that's what i was about to say hey, we're getting old <laughs> by we i mean you guys i'm already old well you Thanks. know what I, I don't like the the three things in certain life life death death and taxes because like i said that's what they say that's what they say, but I disagree. Babies. That's life. Well, where's and the, death. And where's the, you can't tax a baby. Uh, they tax the parents. Yeah, but that's not the baby. It is the baby, but no, the baby not. doesn't have that impact. Then we're all the baby, okay. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we can't say babies anymore on this podcast because bat rabies. Babies. <laughs> uh, we can't, yeah. You know, that, that's the fourth thing that's certain in life. Babies. <laughs> Bat rabies. <laughs> anyway, Sam, all your hot takes. Or was that it? That Just taxes? It. Yeah. Everybody else pretty much got said everything else that needs to be said, I so I don't want to go in a circle. Sam, at the beginning of this podcast, I could talk about this movie for an hour. Also, Sam, taxes suck. I mean, everybody else has said pretty much my same thoughts on the movie so i don't want i'm coming to the conclusion of is sam and i are the same person and kurt and i are the same <laughs> so i i realize this every like each more each week that like kurt, sam. kurt and i instigate each other so much it's bad this is why we this is why we sit in the arrangement okay so just for in the arrangement for we sit in yeah for our visual viewers it's sam and i on one couch and then uh, Kate and Core on the other couch. And there's a reason, because if I think if Kate and I ever sat next to each other, the podcast would, would descend. I don't think the episode would release. We would or have if it would, it would just release on our OnlyFans, because it's just Katie and I yelling at each <laughs> other about something we're agreeing on. Like, I mean, we're not yelling Again, at each other. arguing the same side of a point. No, we're arguing together. Oh, we're, yeah, that's true. We're yelling about the same thing. We should... Podcast idea, we should have, like... A debate episode about i don't know we'll figure we can hot, pick a movie takes yeah and so sam and cory oh, can be on plenty one. of hot takes about <laughs> movies with sam and cory against katie and kurt that would be funnier than fuck okay i have some really hot takes an, about movies so sam might not even be with me have you be, met sam sam would, would sit quietly the entire time yeah it would be would say, uh, uh, i don't know yet. for no. our non-visual watchers sam's nodding <laughs> It would be Sam and Corey having a discussion and then Katie and I like yelling and crab walking in a circle or something. 
you and I would just be cracking up over on the other couch. Just crying, the laughter. <laughs> like, and then we both laugh harder, and that's the whole that's the whole podcast. I do think we should have a hot takes episode. That's a great idea, Kate. That would be really fun. Yeah. So, oh, man, I have some. I'll add it to the rest of our ideas we have. <laughs> All 20,000 of them? We'll add it to the oh, rest wait, of no, the ideas infinite. we don't do. So, um... And this is, this is another kind of question I want to ask. And it kind of piggybacks off of um, what I was talking about. So in my life, a lot of decisions were made um, for me. You know, like I've had a very interesting time growing up. And I often talk about with Corey um, that I think if I... So I think uh, something that... It kind of goes along with a lot of the, what I think this movie's theming is about. Um, I had a lot of decisions in my life that were made for me, mm-hmm. and something I always really think about in the same way the main, same way Evelyn does is if I was raised by my grandparents instead of my parents, uh, you know, would I be happier? And it's a really hard decision to think about because, yeah, maybe I would have, but I think the answer to this movie at least proves to me is, no, I probably wouldn't be. <laughs> I'd probably <laughs> be the same person. And it brings me a lot of solace, I think, that idea does, because it's something I wrestle with a lot, because, like, we wouldn't be here, you know, I wouldn't be here in this room, most likely, because I would have never moved in with my parents, but mm-hmm. would have that led me to be a happier, more productive person? I don't know. And I think the answer to this movie proves is no. <laughs> no, you wouldn't be. You're just going to be yourself in a different situation. And, uh, I don't know. What's the question? I don't really know. I think what Kurt is saying is that no matter what situation you're in, everything is inevitable. Like, it's all going to turn out. However it turns out. Yeah. yeah. It Ultimately, we don't really have any control of how our lives are going to be at the end, so to speak. Yeah. So or- while we can, tr- can control things that are happening in the moment, when it comes down to it, our, our control means nothing yeah and also like you know something that is um like in in the movie it was evelyn but it was like evelyn living through a thousand journeys you know what i mean it wasn't a thousand different evelyn's living through a thousand different journeys it was evelyn living through a thousand journeys that's something i think about in life is that like yeah things would change but at the, the end of the day you boil it down you know, like, I, you know, if Infinite Universe is, let's say I cut off my hand, well, if we come to record next week and I come to record next week with the hand, you know, it, it's the same thing. It's just whether or not I have a hand or whether or not I have normal sized feet, you know, like my life doesn't change. It's just Well, it's about it's about the butterfly effect because your life would change, but you don't know how. There's no way you could know how. And that's why... Um, your fate is decided for you because you don't know how it would change. Yeah. Uh, though I don't think that that is an excuse for not helping yourself. I. Your life is going to change based off of what you do about it. But um, you don't know where the ending is going to be. You're already supposed to be doing these things. That's why I think both you and I still do tarot. Even though neither of us really believe in like the idea the idol where i don't believe in the ideology behind it okay look you guys look look here's the thing here's the thing you guys can think tarot's bullshit 
It is. But no, no. Wait till it's 3 a.m. and shit starts making too much sense. No. And you start to draw the same. No, no, no. I've been there. That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say, I mean, I could say the same thing about like astrology and zodiac signs. Like, yeah. yes, it's fun to look into, but like how accurate is it until you have moments where you're like, wait a damn minute. So here's what I actually say about that because I'm the astrology bitch. So my opinion matters most on this. <laughs> Valid. Um, this is the way that I look at these things. Basically, you are looking at it to give yourself guidance for yourself. So like the idea is that you're essentially trying to figure out how it relates to yourself and what you are forcing it to relate to yourself. It's not necessarily it not being true or it being false. It doesn't really have anything to do with your personality. It has to do with the way that you view yourself. And something like astrology forces you to think about aspects of your personality that you don't necessarily normally. Uh, But for tarot, um, I think tarot is about trying to piece together things that you're given to be able to get an idea of how to handle situations. So like, Kurt and I talk about this a lot. Um, Cause surprise, I actually like Kurt and talked to him outside of this. I surprise, Kurt and Corey are actually dating. Uh, I'm sorry, our, our marriage is still okay. We've talked I'm about sorry, it. I'm sorry, I didn't agree to a side piece. You did, that's how we met. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, It's the idea that everything is decided for you. So this is the universe's way of trying to point you uh, in the direction that it wants you to go. Even though you're going to go there no matter what. But um, I think what your question probably... Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to... Oh, you're good. I was just getting ready. I was going to say, I think maybe Kurt's question is, is there a moment in your life where you wonder if everything would change? Yes. Yes. I mean, everybody does. I'm yes. I. I say I'm pretty sure I know what yours would be, Sam. Uh, I know damn well what mine would have been. Is it whether or not you would have dated an NPC? <laughs> That's the nice thing. The other one's depressy. Mine's also depressy. <laughs> we don't need to dive into that because then we'd have to throw a trigger warning on the episode. But yeah. you dive into the dating an NPC part. Instead of the really sad part, hashtag regrets. Just kidding. I mean, you, you've had you've had so many opportunities with the NPC. I love that we don't even refer to him by name anymore. It's just the NPC. Everybody knows. <laughs> he knows. I will never forget me playing that back and him sitting on the couch. Sam's <laughs> over and we just called Tyler an NPC, and he's like, you "Guys, call me an NPC." <laughs> Yes! Didn't even argue it. It was just like, wait, what? Because <laughs> it's true. I it's love like that, Tyler like to that, death, but he is. It's like that moment in Free Guy when his friend under starts to understand that they're in a video game. Yeah. Was that how it felt? Yeah, it was pretty much just like, <laughs> wait, what? Oh, okay. <laughs> this is a new dialogue option. <laughs> Catchphrase. Tyler will remember this. <laughs> NPC will remember this. Um, don't worry when I wake up in the morning it's not like the beginning of Skyrim (laughs) (laughs) 
I love when I make Kurt laugh. Does he have like the pre-created dialogue every morning? Oh, good morning, honey. Why are you on the couch today? It break, breaks the script. Is that wait? That's why you guys work so well. Your OCD is so bad. The TV has to be at the right volume, and he can't create new script because he's an NPC. It's I all like connected control. here. And he has That's why to you be. like an NPC. Yeah. I like control. He's, Katie he's, must be in charge. I did the and fucking that's what I mean by needing to work on yourself. Analyzing red flags and people one on one. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm just really mad that I went into third person again. <laughs> anyway, what other questions do we have? Uh, I want to talk a little bit about the behind the scenes of this movie. Um if that's okay with everyone, because I don't really have any more questions. Okay, I have a question. Okay, you, okay. you want to... Okay, I didn't know if we had more lined no. up or not. Okay, so... They talk about in the movie how there's just... Only a couple of seconds where everything really matters. And when they're saying this, they do show both good and bad things, but it's mostly good things. That's why I think that love is the part um, that actually matters. Can you think of a moment like that? And would you like to share it? Just something simple. Because if everybody, I guess, needs a second, I'll give mine to give an example, I guess. Okay, so Kurt and I went to... uh, I think it was our first concert together. It was for a band called Nothing But Thieves. Highly recommend um, if you've never heard of them. Super great. And there was this song playing called Amsterdam. And it is not a super romantic song at all. It's actually, I'm pretty sure it's about drug use, right, Kurt? Are you sure not thinking about particles when that was playing? No, because you, you have to think about particles. Oh, okay. Uh, no, yes, Amsterdam is about drug use, yes. Yes, that's what I thought. Um, and... I was having a really horrible day and my stomach really hurt and that song was coming on and Kurt just held my hand and pulled me close and got me to lean my head on him and I closed my eyes and I'm listening to this song that is not romantic or like sweet in the slightest. It's a super good song though. Highly recommend. Uh, and I just think to that moment and that was a moment that mattered. Like, when I hear that song, I just close my eyes and I'm back to that moment again. That just feels like everything made sense for a second. Processing. <laughs> um, I, I think for me, you know, there's, of course, a bunch of moments. Um, but the one I keep on going back to is my little brother and I, we uh, we were never super close. Um, like, we used to, I used to really not like him. And then I remember one night. I'm sorry, just so casually. Yeah, they know him, I'm so uh, sorry, Kurt. You've no, met Noah. I know. Noah. I just um, he, he's awesome. But um, one night we were out at dinner and we were at Mama China. You guys know you guys. And uh, he was he he had just decided to ask me a question about some stuff that had happened in the family, and um, I decided not to lie to him because I know I was, like I was supposed to lie to him, with, you know, family secret stuff, but. I, I like in that moment like everything from his reaction to our relationship afterwards I'm like yeah that was that mattered 
that mattered right there. Don't have your shit. I can't <laughs> think of anything, honestly. Um. So there's not a moment that you think back on that feels significant? I mean, yeah, I can think of, like, significant moments, but... I mean, I can go next if you want to. Sure. So, like, vaguely circling back to what I mentioned before about, like, like I said, I don't want to have to do a trigger warning and all that, so I'm not going to go into detail, but, like, um, <clears throat> I think we talked about it in the Little Miss Sunshine episode, because that was yeah. when I cried. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, December of 2020 was, was not, not good for me at all. Mm. Um, and so when I'm going through, like, depressive episodes, like, music is, like, the only thing that, that matters to me, like, that like, pulls me back to reality. Like, music is such a special thing to me. Um, and when all that shit happened, it got to the point where I literally, I couldn't even listen to music because it was so hard for me because my emotions are so attached to music. Um, and so last year, I know I've talked about it before, but, like, Shinedown is my favorite band. Mm -hmm. Um, again, emotional attachment to music. There are so many songs of theirs that, that hit home for me, but the biggest Mm -hmm. one, um, it came out on their Attention Attention album, which I think released in 2018. Um, but the song's called Get Up, and mm-hmm. the lead singer, Brent, wrote the song for their bassist, Eric, and their bassist was going through an incredibly rough time. And so the song, it's called Get Up, but it's literally like, you gotta get up, you gotta keep going, you can't just give up, like, don't don't stop. And so... Um, to tie into where I'm going to, with this. So last year when we saw Shine Down in concert, um, they played Get Up. And so I still was kind of struggling through my, like, I don't want to listen to music because it hurts too much. And so I cry at concerts in general. Like, it's just that, like, holy shit, I'm here. They're here. I get to hear it all. Like, you know, be in the same space. And so they start playing Get Up. And I'm recording it on my phone because one I want it I want the memory of it because it's the first time I've heard them play it live Mm -hmm. and I literally the second they start playing the first note I just start sobbing Mm -hmm. like just Mm -hmm. tears and so Tyler I'm sorry the NPC reaches over and grabs my phone from me and holds it up so he can record it so I can just like be in the moment and I, I laugh at this now but like my buddy also was at the concert and it turns out we ended up being in the same row in the same section. He was like two seats over from us. And so he literally, I can, I can still remember he looks over at me and he gives me the like, you good? Like thumbs up to me. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. But it just was that it felt like a very pivotal moment for me because it was hearing the same words. It just made sense. Yes. Like the meaning behind the song, while it was meant for somebody else, it hit home for me. And so it was like, it's okay to enjoy these things again like you don't have to it, dwell on it it was never not okay but you just needed something to, to I push the, you to know yep, it i need the push yeah. so it was just a very like in i want to say intense like intense is the right word because it it really hit home for me but mm. it was that that nudge keep going you you can enjoy the things you want to enjoy so Hey, I did it without crying. I got close. <laughs> Good job. I'm proud of you. I'm a big baby. <laughs> Nothing, Sam? I, honestly, I can't think of anything. How about uh, whether we won it or not, we've stepped into a war with the... <laughs> <laughs> Cabal on Mars. Tell me that that doesn't 
that was an emotional moment. Oh, hitting level 20 in Destiny 1? Wow, <laughs> yeah, that was super pivotal and emotional. Uh, what about the start of your friendship with Kurt? Or do you actually remember it? I mean, I remember we were playing flag football outside our house because it was halftime during Chiefs game. Uh, Paul and you were, I think, just arriving at the house and saw us playing. Dad, Dad was okay. like, hey, you guys want to come play with us? And of course, your father said yes because he's toxic. I, I I know we're being really sentimental here, but can I be honest? You don't remember it. I'm so young. I don't <laughs> remember. You, that's you not were, true. You, you were, told me the story like seven I times. Told the story because we've told everybody it. No. tells the story. He was very very young. I can young. promise you. I. You have told me the story yourself. Yes, I remember going to play football. Vaguely, I remember eating nachos afterwards. Yep, football Sunday means nachos at our house. Good old Velveeta and Rotel. Mm, I think delicious. I, I sadly remember the food more, and that's just, just that's, more endemic that's of you, me. Love. There you go. There's your moment yep. decided for you. <laughs> yeah, fuck you, Sam. You <laughs> Does he ever just decide stuff for you, dude? Yep. It sucks. He wasn't it? given an answer, so we had to help him out. Really, nothing else? I can't, honestly, no. Oh. I have so many. I could talk about the death of my best friend. <laughs> I'm, gone that would that, be a so. good one. I'm sorry. I don't. <laughs> laughing at that sounds so bad, but it was just the. Again, like, Kurt. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the casualness of it. Like, oh, or, like. I mean, I uh, could. Another big mine. Big mine. Big one of mine is like meeting my best friend. Hell, we were in kindergarten, and she literally walked up to me on the playground and had crowns in her nose, and asked, like, wanted to talk to me. And I was like, "What are you doing?" And she said, "Coloring." You guys have met Kayla, so you understand. Uh, okay, I'm gonna throw out another one here, and I'm gonna get sentimental with Kurt. Don't look scared. Um, so we've. I'll make it snappy. No pun intended to the snap. That we just had. Uh, you look so scared, bro. <laughs> Kurt's got a lot of cancer in his sign, and he likes to pretend I mean, that he's not a really sad, sentimental person. And it's just like I'm just so depressed. It's like, no, you're you you're sit emotional. out here and you're like, <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sad. I don't like to. I don't no, you're like pretty I'm sentimental. <laughs> you just won't admit it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, it's, like, multiple moments, but, like, when Sam was gone for basic mm. training, Kurt spent basically every weekend with me and Tyler, and we, I mean, we've always had a bond, because you grew up at our house, I mean, you, I treated you the same that I treated Sam, and so, but, like, actually having the one-on-one -on -one time with you and getting to see who you were, like, growing into a person was really cool, so... There's my sappy little I love you, Kurt moment. Man, I wish I had something yeah, like that. I met you guys a couple years ago. We're married now, so. You know, it's really strange, Sam. I don't mean to sound horrible, but I don't think I can think of a sappy moment between us. Same. But you, you, you know what? That's, that's just It's not it necessarily be. sappy. I can't think of like a really strong. Maybe when he came back. It's pretty happy, yeah. Yeah. I like or, you know, when you didn't like... die in your car crash, you know? Yeah. Sorry about that, by the way. <laughs> yeah, <that's what> <laughs> but see, you know what? You know, that's like the craziest shit is like, it's like people are always like, man, I've gotten a, I, I don't think Sam and I've ever gotten in a fucking fight. 
Yeah. Also, yeah. don't think I've ever had a single time where I've ever... Sam's like, hey, you want to hang out? And I've thought of myself, not really. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Not sound like you were kidding. <laughs> I think Sam looked at you hurt. I was absolutely kidding. I'm a little hurt that you bypassed my sentimental moment with you, but it's fine. Don't worry about I, it. I it remember, happens all the time. I remember staying up uh, really Do you late have one and with pretending. Me? Of course, I have a bunch with you. But I have a bunch with you. <laughs> of course, I have a bunch No, I was going to say, I, I remember when Sam was gone so staying loved. up all night and then pretending to be asleep when Katie would wake up to go to work. Tyler and the NPC and I would do that. <laughs> and I remember, I, I just... Like, I remember just, like, all the times we'd be like, oh, Kitty, like, you were going to, like, ground us or something. <laughs> yeah. be like, no dinner for you. It yeah, awesome. exactly. Or, like, she would give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was like, whatever, dude, I don't care. Or, like, one time you, like, you woke up to pee at, like, 2 a.m. And we're Gotta still, hide. like, goblin mode, like, full goblin mode <laughs> engaged. Like, one time Tyler just laid down right next to me. Like, nothing was wrong. Like, like we were just... <laughs> Cuddling. We, no, but like, like, okay. For for reference, oh, we were laying about an inch apart from each other. No touching, but just about an inch apart. Two just, dudes laying on the floor, <laughs> one inch apart because they're not, not gay. gay. But like perfectly sideways. No, because they're scared of Katie. <laughs> <laughs> but that that's what I remember most about that time was the amount of times Tyler and I pretending to be asleep, and that's like so we would keep funny. the roofs up for like an hour while you were getting ready. <laughs> The, uh, yeah. And we'd like, like kick each other while we were slaying there just because like, I don't know. Try not to make each other laugh and everything. Yeah. The best part about that though was I would get to work and text Tyler, I'm at work and almost immediately, okay, love you. <laughs> like you weren't just <laughs> pretending to be asleep two seconds ago. <laughs> we were up playing games. Most of the time, like the, the console was still on, which I know when you know, you don't know, which is how we got around it. But, like, we would just, like, hit the TV and I would duck and he would fucking dive. Just, just like that. Just as quickly as we could. I still have the selfie of you and I where we're dressed exactly the same. <laughs> it was totally unplanned. <laughs> it's great. Oh, my God. Any pivotal moments, Sam? None that I really feel worth sharing, so. Oh, my God. Go for it. Give at least one. Talk about when you and Brandon became friends. It's a pivotal moment for you. But not you and Kurt, because, you know. I mean, we already talked about that, so. <laughs> no, Corey and I talked about it. <laughs> I literally said the story. Uh-huh. I'm getting mad because we're bullying you? No. I... No? You sound a little defensive. <laughs> it's okay, Sam. Any- okay. Don't we listen can- to them. We can move on. <laughs> Yeah, I asked you if you had any stories about us, but yeah. He said you have a lot. I have I a do. lot. Here, I, I do. Let me help you out, Kurt. If he talked about all the stories he has with you and pivotal moments, we'd be here all night. There you go. Let Got me you. tell you something right here, Got right you, now. Man. That's not true. <laughs> so, Kurt has uh, somebody that he works with who's a little bit older. Um, and every time I go to see him at his work, he always tries to play up Kurt always tries to play up court like he just talks about you so much i feel like i know everything i know for a fact he does not <laughs> he just that's what i that tried is. yeah and he always turns around i tried i'm still trying for you bro i know better <laughs> all right sam hit us with those behind the scenes yeah 
Um, so, uh, Wayman's actor, K. Juan Quan. Uh, this is his first role in 20 years. Yeah. Um, because he got tired of being stereotypically cast as really anything in any uh, Hollywood movie. So he just got sick of it and retired from acting. Uh, it wasn't until Crazy Rich Asians came out and he saw that and finally decided to get back into acting. Um, the Daniels, when they first originally started working on the script for this, uh, Evelyn was going to have undiagnosed ADHD. Um, and then they felt that was very insensitive to uh, uh, to do that, as how she would be able to access like the different universes. I think it alludes to the idea of having, men- well, I don't know if you would call it like a mental illness or a disorder or whatever, to actually knowing things that's not necessarily yeah. accurate but uh can't remember which daniel it is but when they're going with that idea they were re- researching how you would like notice the signs of that and then they quickly realized they're like oh i have it <laughs> same <laughs> um kurt yeah and then the vfx for this was done by nine people uh including the directors uh they were all self-taught. Uh, it was mainly a team of five people, uh, and they learned all online. That's crazy. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a couple of shots where you're like, that's on green screen, but at the that's end of okay. the day... You barely notice. Is to say, it doesn't really stand out all that much, and I think for this kind of movie, it... I don't know it, if I could pinpoint them. Yeah, and I think it's okay with a movie like this, like... The only one that's like super obvious is when she's they're like fighting like through the different universes and it's like a split second background like change. Mm-hmm. Kurt looked like he was gonna say something. Rakakuni looked okay. <laughs> just that's not the effects. That's a puppet. Maybe. I know, but don't you disrespect Rakakuni like that and Mike Chang from I Glee? Just, it just I feel like Rakakuni should have been a puppet. It was a puppet. Yeah, it was. Not it was a, a good puppet one. that was enhanced with CGI, though, right? No. No? Okay, then. Something about Rakakuni <laughs> is just so funny to me. <laughs> but, like, there's something I'm like, that's not a raccoon. Which it's because it's a puppet. It's yeah, a but, like, you know. Large amatronic <laughs> puppet. <laughs> it probably just had some mild, uncanny value for you. 100%. I loved it. because it was it a puppet. <laughs> Um, and then there's a couple of like fun little Easter eggs when it's like the flashes through all the infinite universes she goes through. Uh, one of them is just like the behind the scenes of them, like the shot of her on the green screen. And then it's like a zoom call with like three of the VFX coordinators on the side. And then another one's like a clickbait, like YouTube title. It's like things you missed in <laughs> <laughs> or all the little secrets you miss or whatever. Um, so I'd like to point out the two like totally unintentional and definitely weren't actual references that I saw. What were they? Uh, so, Kurt, what was the lady's name? Deardy. Deardy. Miss Deardy. Yeah. Um, Miss so, D. <laughs> when she staples the post-it note to her head, I laugh because that definitely was not an actual reference, but it made me think of Indiana Jones, which, you know, the main actor. I'm going to butcher his name if I say it. Okay, Juan Quan. Thank you. Uh, played short round in Indiana Jones. So definitely wasn't an actual reference, but 
it made me think of that, which I just thought was ironic. Uh, for context, in the third Indiana Jones movie, when he's fighting on the tank, uh, Harrison Ford's hat kept flying yeah, off, so his... he just stapled it to his head. Maybe it is a reference, and they just didn't come out and say it. They're waiting for somebody to point it out. I'm going to say it was because it's more fun that way. Yeah. The other one, and I just laughed at it because this movie came out about the same time as Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, which, spoiler alert for that, but Strange gets his third eye at the end of it, and so when Evelyn has the, googly, eye? the googly eye in the middle of her forehead, I was like, hmm, that's funny. Uh, it's definitely in reference to other things. Yeah. But. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> I just, the irony in it made me laugh. Um, yeah, and... Uh, Oh, totally lost what I was going to say. Sorry. You're good. <laughs> I think I figured out what the pig is about. Okay. So I've... this has been a topic of conversation since the movie <sighs> oh ended. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I kept noticing the theme of the pig. Um, but I think it's because, it, I guess in traditional Chinese culture, the pig symbolism uh, relates to truth and then uh, the I that I guess something to do with the idea of endlessness because pigs just eat and eat and eat and eat without end um as well as things like loyalty and um generosity i think that's why they kept putting the pig in there because it happens like six times it was in there a lot yeah i was like what is the pig what does the pig mean? I, I'm going to go with that. That makes sense. <laughs> Engorgement. I think it's one of the things about it. I think that's what it is. Oh, and then the the, <laughs> the hot dog hands. <laughs> <laughs> Those were not CGI. Those were prosthetics that they wore. Yeah. No wonder the flopping was so realistic. Yeah. Hate that. Yeah. Um, Same. <laughs> So fun story for when the when I first watched this, it was like a day or two before the new Halloween trailer came out, which stars Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, and then in the new trailer, there's a scene where, like Michael Myers is trying to put like her hand down like a garbage disposal on, uh, and I was I kept couldn't stop <laughs> laughing because I just thought about how funny it would be if they did this movie with hot dog fingers. <laughs> you ruined the movie for yourself already, didn't you? Well, I just can't look at her the same way anymore. I love her so much. She's fantastic. She is. I agree. Any other behind-the-scenes facts or any uh, other questions? Um, no, not really. So I guess we can get into recommendations, which wait, will be... Wait, wait, wait. There's something that Katie and I have to mention and talk about real quick. <gasps> the song! This is the story, story of, of a girl. girl who cried a river and drowned, drowned the whole world. world. All right, we can't get copyrighted, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> um so they say the lyrics <laughs> so funny he says i'm so straight faced too and then the song keeps coming back throughout the movie so i, lo- I love the consistency with it because the point of the song is that they have tons of bad days and it feels like every day is a bad day but it's all worth it in the end to see her smile because this says your your clothes never wear <laughs> as well the next day and your hair never falls well, in quite, quite the same way yeah. and i was not expecting him to say the second part both, i was like both I'm Corey sick. and i registered it at the same time we we're like oh my god <laughs> oh my god uh yeah and then almost immediately they flash into the alpha verse and um it's playing the song in the truck yep i think it's the alpha verse it might be the one where it's her and her daughter in the truck but 
I don't remember, but yeah, the, just the consistency of it coming back periodically throughout the movie. Great. I'm sure if we had watched the credits all the way, it probably played. Yeah. Probably. Uh, but I just, I, I wanted to talk about that before we moved on to recommendations, because Bo Caden and I made such a big deal about it when it happened. Yep. The only other thing I have to note, and I should have added it in like favorite parts, the daughter, all her crazy outfits. Oh my God. They were so much fun. Because it's her shifting through the yeah. multiverses all the time. I love it. Also, they were great. All yeah. of them were great. Yes. Uh, at the end, when she like her name sp- or her hair spells out Jobu, if you didn't realize that. Oh, that makes sense. She also so, was a pop star. She had a mic. So the, the you know at, at the end they reveal that of course that they both still have the ability to hop through the multiverses, right? Mm-hmm. Yo, I just want to say this, and and uh, you know this is a sweet movie. Jobu killed so many, almost an infinitely large number of people yeah yes and we're just like oh it's fine because they're not in this universe (laughs) (laughs) you guys get what i'm saying like he killed an infinitely large number of people apparently when you see infinite amount of people die and be born i think you're probably the idea of death is not that overwhelming to you i know but as a normal person it's just like it's like man man you should have as a guy who can't ride a bike <laughs> yeah as a guy who can't ride a bike i think it's a little messed up that she got to kill him we can snap so you can do it again infinite number of people these are the times where i regret having so many capricorn friends no nah, it's fine hey somewhere in the multiverse you can ride a bike i'm gonna argue against that because if we're going off the knowledge that evelyn is a bad mom in every universe yeah kurt but she didn't know karate in every universe but see that's a skill like you're not a character trait like it could a, turn a, into a character trait. Yeah, you could be like, I'm a bicyclist. This is my whole personality. Yeah, yeah but I'm there a you depressed go. bicyclist who drives myself off a cliff. At least I did a sick trick before I... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, recommendation time? Sure. Yeah. So, recommendations. I guess it depends. Do you want, like, off-the-wall movies? Or do we want, <laughs> like, enjoyable <laughs> Whatever you think is thematically uh, correct, I guess. Oh my gosh. Um, I have two maybe kind of weird recommendations and one that I know none of you guys are going to have like any real say on it. What? Um, so my first recommendation is uh, The Atom Project on Netflix. Um, I don't want to like, dive too deep on it because it's still relatively new, but... I think if you enjoyed this movie, you would thoroughly enjoy The Atom Project. Um, also, I do think it's a little more comedic just because it you know, stars Ryan Reynolds. So, um, Fair. It, but it is a very, very good movie. There is some, some heart to it. So, um, And then the other recommendation I have, and this is the one that I know none of you guys are going to have any like real say on it. Cause I didn't really have any real say on the other one. That's true, but I did kind of breeze past it. So my other recommendation... I get to talk about Shinedown again. Uh, Shinedown's album, Planet Zero. And I know this sounds like a hot take, but like, maybe not hot take, just a wild take. How about that? Uh, That album has so many different sounds and um, themes in it. And it's such a wild ride from start to finish. And I know I talked about it a couple episodes ago, but these little interludes they have in it that make it all flow together to me is very reminiscent of this movie um just because 
there is so much going on. There's so many different, I want to say themes, because there's one very prominent theme in this movie, but all the different universes are so different, like just mm-hmm. creatively different. Mm-hmm. And so the sound on this album, to me, makes me think of this movie. So there's our first, here's a, <laughs> here's music to listen to if you like this movie. <laughs> Who's surprised that it was me that did it first? All right, I'm going to go ahead and go on with some recommendations for me real quick. Um, I can't seem to quite decide on what I would really want to recommend. I like really bizarre movies, but I can't seem to equate one to being like this. Um, so I'm going to recommend Grand, yeah, Grand Budapest Hotel. It's one of my favorite movies. Um, and it's not a lot like this movie but i feel like if you like this movie and movies like this you'll like grand budapest hotel um and then i am gonna say maybe a movie like devil all the time it's just a like a thought-provoking one about how things intervene and it kind of has like similar themes of that um even though it's very heavily based on religion i though i don't think that they're really like a one-to-one if you like this movie you'll like this movie i just think they have similar carryover themes Uh, and then i'm also going to say free guy if you like this movie you'll like free guy vice versa i could agree with that curry do you want to go or uh, yeah, I'll say the uh, Virtue's Last Reward trilogy of games. They're a uh, visual novel style. Um, they're really fun, but they explore a lot of the same uh, metaphysical... Um, more on the metaphysical, like, alternate universe side. Like, there are universes where you die but learn something and then go to a different universe where you can use that something. Oh, Yeah. So, like, if you learn the code to a door in one universe, your character will remember it in another one. And it leads to timeline. It, it's more timeline stuff, but it's fun. Really quickly, this website that I'm looking at recommends Malignant. Is it because when she fights the cops, her head is on the opposite side when she attacks the one that she turns into the, like, dancer? Maybe, but I also think it has to do with the idea of dual realities. Because she doesn't know if it's real or not. That's true. Um, I guess I got a couple. Uh, if you're... It's mostly for... It's actually all comic book stuff, but it would be about the multiverse side of it. Uh, the obvious one would be Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. I'm so glad I wasn't the one to say it. I thought about it, but I didn't do it. Yeah. Uh, not as much multiverse travel as in this. And then it's going to be two comic book recommendations would be, uh, an Invincible. There's a series called Invincible War. Won't Mm. get into that, but, and, and then Secret Wars, the Jonathan Hickman 2015 one. It's a lot of similar themes to that, so. Wait, when you're saying Invincible War, you're like, like, what I'm thinking? Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. Yep, that's, that's why I wanted to bring it up. But 
it, it's wild as wild as fuck can't wait for season two of that do you think is invincible is invincible war so far has it season three do you know what i'm saying but what <laughs> yeah like like when that takes place in the uh oh i guess for like, as, I'm yeah it's to be probably as, vague as possible with spoilers but like i think that's i'd say probably season four yeah badass is that badass well, like, I'm trying to avoid as many comic booky spoilers because, one, it's a lot of comics to read. You guys like Invincible, and I, I don't want to really spoil or spoil anything. It's appreciated. So, yeah, those would be my recommendations. Did Kurt give his already? Yeah, it was a video game. Atlanta. I feel like if you like this, you'll oh love Atlanta. Oh, my God, you will... Oh the my show. God. They're the. I can't remember if it was episode five or six of Atlanta, but when they go full parody. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, oh I, my God. Have you guys seen Atlanta? I uh, have not. It's, I do uh, highly it recommend. There's an episode where they go full parody and they have a trans race person. It's a very interesting show. It's from uh, Donald Glover. And it is one of the funniest bits I think I've ever seen. Uh, I'm also going to recommend this show that I actually don't know a lot about, but I stayed up very late one night when I was far too young to watch it, called Legion. I I probably watched, like, at least a season of the show, like, halfway through it. I had no clue what was happening 99% of the time. Kind of reminds me of this. The X-Men one? No. I don't think so. Give me just one second while somebody Has a guy with short brown... Doing hair that's like it look kind of looks like lord farquaad hair look Kurt again i remember seeing it in like season probably two or three or something i think it was called legion because i remember the the, this like logo um but i don't know i can't tell i again i was too young to watch it when did it come out 2017 no okay no it's not that i was gonna say i I was like about that and i'm like Corey? No. That show came out. <laughs> a bit older. No, I was young because I was on vacation with my parents. Uh, but anyway, it was real bizarre. I think that's what it was called because I remember the logo. But I know I, I look at you and I, I'm not expecting you to have an answer. Good because I don't have one. <laughs> I'm just here I for mean, moral support. I was going to say, I mean, for. With no offense, I never <laughs> expect one. <laughs> All right, do we want to go on to what we've been enjoying? Sure. Nose goes. All right. Yay! I'll Kurt, go first. You did it. Mine has to do with the shirt that I'm wearing, um, which is my favorite band in the world. Kurt and I went to go see them last Tuesday. I cried. Um. I never cry at that kind of stuff. Like, I'll be like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm so sad or whatever. I never cry at that kind of stuff. There's only, like, two songs uh, that I've ever cried at and, like, one movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't cry during any of the songs. I cried after the after it was done. I was like, I can't believe that happened. I'm so happy. Totally get um, it. <laughs> but we bought, like, three shirts from the concert and I'm wearing one of them. 
it does not very well describe the kind of music they make, nor does it look like a shirt from them if I showed you their music. <laughs> but it's like my favorite band in the entire world, and I just can't I can't believe that I saw them. Um, I can't believe that it happened, and it it honestly feels like it didn't happen. It feels like it was dream- very it was surreal. Great. Yeah, kind of. I don't really know how to describe the feeling because it's. I wouldn't say surreal is quite right, but I wouldn't say just like dreamlike was yeah. quite right either. I got you. But yeah, that was the best. I love that feeling that like post concert like hangover, like just like basking in the feeling of having oh, been yeah. there and being in the same space as well. A, a lot of the time, Kurt and I go to shows outside of the city so that we have a longer drive home for that reason. It's great. Yeah. We also just happen to like smaller bands that can't afford to play in larger venues <laughs> here. That's okay. Anything else? Or is that the one? I got a scratch on my cornea a couple months ago and recently it just decided to fuck up again. Like Wednesday morning. E. Right after my concert. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I barely slept that day. And then I went to the optometrist and he just kind of shoved a contact in my eye. And I've never had a contact in my eye before. And he was just like, you put up a lot of resistance. Have you ever worn contacts? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, sir. I have not. He's like holding my head and then holding my eye open with two of his fingers and trying to put the contact in with the other finger. And like, I knew what he was doing because like he has a fucking contact on his, yeah. eye, on his hand and was like telling the nurse. And then like. Yeah, it was like mm-hmm. yeah it's gonna say mm-hmm. i can for all of our non-visual <laughs> Corey and i are both exampling this oh, yeah sorry um that was a big highlight of my week yep to say i can just pop mine out with yeah. uh but no yeah it has to st- it he put it in thursday and it has to stay in until monday so i don't take them out at night or try to put them back in it's just in my eye oh i hate that so much for you I mean, I don't know anything different for it, so... I won't say it then, because I don't want to make you paranoid like me, but it's fine. Oh, I have uh, eye drops so that it doesn't get infected. That's good. Yeah. it's good. Yeah, they prescribed me that. So, that's been my week. I just cried a lot because I went to see the coolest band on the fucking planet. I'll go Buy the buy at Silver Sun Pickups. I don't know if I said their name. You did not. Highly recommend their music the name one it's more time it's 99 again. silver sun pickups there we go for our listeners and by listeners i mean brandon most of, he probably knows the band um they're not uh, i mean from what he has explained about his taste of music i don't know if they would be his taste of music but most of their songs are about abuse it's really good though what do you want from me <laughs> they have like six albums it's like 90% of it. It's just the casualness of the way we're saying things tonight that is fucking killing me. Do you want me to go next? Sure. I don't care. Unless you have any more. Or is that it? Uh, do you want to hear more about my eye? Not really. Yeah, there you go. Respectfully, no. <laughs> uh, so, once again, Katie had to travel for work this week. Um, got more training for my new job so that was cool i went to oklahoma city and it was really neat so i got to kind of enjoy that city a little bit um but that being said i didn't really do a whole lot like 
the only things I enjoyed and um, we've discussed okay. my, we've discussed my love for friends before, but Ugh. when I you know work all day and then go back to the hotel and change and shower and then go to dinner and come back, the only thing that's on is you know Nick at night. So friends, friends. is playing from like and eight o'clock until midnight. Yeah. So, which to me, you know, I freaking love that show. So, at that point, it's kind of just mindless noise to me because I just kind of have it on the background because, like, I take my yeah. laptop with me. And uh, I can't believe I'm going to admit this on the podcast. But, uh, so, Sorry. growing up, I lived on the world of Zanga. And only some of our listeners are going to know what Zanga is because I'm fucking old. Um, Zanga was, like, social media before MySpace. Uh, I, this is a first for me. It, it's also, I, some people called it Xanga because it's literally X-A-N-G-A. Um, anyway, uh, so it was social media, but a lot of people used it for, and uh, drumroll please, literate roleplay, and I know people are going to be like, what the fuck is that? You write as characters and interact and all that. It sounds really weird, but like if you're doing it right, you're writing like paragraphs. So it's like essentially like tuck writing a book or a chapter of a book but you're taking turns with another person like that's the the concept of it it sounds really fucking dorky to explain it like this it's dorky in general but like it makes more sense if you can actually see it um but anyway so i are you laughing at me no <laughs> it sounded like it for a second i was like i was gonna expect one person to laugh anyway so uh i have a discord server server discord server and it's a, a marvel server so like you know you have canon characters and then original ones and anyway it's just really fun we've got a really good group of people on there and i thoroughly enjoy like talking to these people and i like the role play aspect because it's you know i get to be creative and write and i that's you know right up my alley so it's been really fun but my newest thing is i get to play felicia hardy or you know black cat on the server so i started rewatching the spider-man the animated series from the 90s just so i could get some really good black cat content so that's all i've done this week <laughs> nice yep katie's a nerd it's fine oh look third person again i don't know why that's the thing i'm doing now it's fine um I don't really have a lot. Uh, I did. Um, I told the group about a very interesting adventure I had this week. I uh, don't really want to get into it on the podcast for not legal reasons, but legal <laughs> reasons. Um, vaguely legal reasons. Yeah, vaguely. Or legal potential reasons. legal reasons. How about that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been fun. And then I also started playing the Yeez games. The what? The, I'm sorry, the what games? Yeez. It's literally YS. Um, I've heard they're fun, and uh, they're fun. I mean, they're old. Like, they're actually older than Katie, which is surprising. I didn't know they had video games back then. But um, you really just kind of run at the enemy to do damage to them. And, like, I've heard the new ones are a lot more <laughs> in-depth than that. But they've been pretty fun and mindless, and I'm excited to see how the series evolves. Nice. What about you, Sam? Um, so, what I've been enjoying is I uh, 
rewatched the nice guys on Friday before I went to work. It's such a good movie. Um, you said you're not a big Ryan Gosling fan, so I would recommend that one, but Brandon was very mad when he heard that, so. I'm sorry, Brandon. We're not always going to be on the same page. Um, That's right. Brandon has good taste in things, like liking Grand Budapest Hotel. Way to insult your wife. Anyway, Sam. You've never seen the movie, have you? <laughs> no, but still, anyway. <laughs> um, oh, didn't mean to do that. Uh, he's also showed me some music that I've been enjoying. Um, first time and probably one of the only times I'll ever talk about music on this. I'm so proud. Uh, he got me into the band The Home Team, which I've been... Are you fucking kidding me? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, fucking so- email. <laughs> He is my brother. <laughs> oh. um, so yeah, I've been listening to that, and then he also recommended uh, Bad Omens. Oh, well. they're really good. Yeah. If you so. like that kind of music, that that is my niche. I've got a whole ass playlist with everything like that. Uh, I I'm enjoying Bad Omens. The I guess the parts I don't enjoy as much as the like screamo parts of it. I'll say. It's because it's a weird mixture of like, I don't know how to describe it. Just certain kind of rock. Yeah. It's good though. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'll talk about, I haven't finished it yet, but uh, on Netflix, there's a new documentary about a uh, NFL player, Manti Teo, or I guess he's now retired technically. Uh, but basically, he's like the most one of the most famous like catfishing stories ever oh uh it's i think it's called untold the girlfriend that didn't ex- exist um it's in two parts and i've only watched the first part of it but it, it that story is so insane and crazy like if you were to tell me it was real i wouldn't believe you uh so i highly recommend that gonna have to watch that because uh i freaking love the show catfish so me too i find that stuff super fascinating i just i feel so bad for the guy fair fair that's all i've been enjoying because i am worked the past like four days in a row <laughs> after having over a week off <laughs> yeah i've worked six days straight i'm not trying to outdo you i just know how it feels yeah i uh Luckily, I, I was supposed to close, so I closed, worked 12 to 8 on Tuesday, closed on Wednesday, was supposed to close on Thursday, but one of the guys was willing to swap me, so I didn't close three days in a row, <laughs> and then closed yesterday, and then mm. I closed tomorrow. Nice. And then I get a day off on Monday, finally. Woohoo. Woohoo. Dad was like, it's like, man, they really punish you for taking time off. I was like, no, I was just being nice to one of the other managers. <laughs> to make sure you get to take time off again (laughs) all right we got anything else cool all right everybody uh make sure to follow the links and check out all our social media pages like follow subscribe share ring the bell tell your friends send a carrier pigeon sos uh get yourself an alternate universes to come watch it hell yeah Solid advice. Maybe there's a universe where a super popular (laughs) (laughs) podcast. I don't know about that. (laughs) All right. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye, everybody. Thank you. Bye.